All right, Alex, I, I got a question for you. Yes, sir? Do Reese's Pieces contain chocolate? Uh, hmm. I believe the shell does, but the rest is peanut butter. What if I told you that there was no chocolate anywhere in a Reese's Pieces? Go on. I'm intrigued. There, there's no chocolate anywhere in a Reese's Pieces. I just told you exactly what I was going to tell you. Yeah, but wh- hold on. There has to be. Google it. Is this one of those things you're going to ruin for me again? There's no chocolate anywhere in a Reese's Pieces. It is peanut butter and, like, hard candy coating. Well, hard candy coating isn't chocolate? No. What the fuck is it? More peanut butter? Hard candy coating. Like, it, it's a thing. It's like a sugar. It's, it's um, the same stuff they put in, like, pills, I think, technically. What the fuck? Well, it's kind of like paintballs and Advil have the same outside coating on them, but... Okay, that's... I've never thought of that. I... I only know this because I'm a fat guy, and I know for a fact Reese's Pieces suck because they contain no chocolate, and Reese's Peanut Butter is not good enough to carry candy. Reese's Pieces are not bad. I do not like Reese's Peanut Butter. That The concept of the Reese's Pieces, I think, is great. The peanut butter they chose to put in it is bad. It's too what sugary for me. Hmm? What peanut butter do they put in? Uh, they put in Reese's brand peanut butter, like the shit they put in the peanut butter cups and stuff. Wait, that's a real brand? You can buy that. That's right. I need to switch peanut butter brand. No, you don't. It's the worst peanut butter for you. All peanut butter is not necessarily great. Peanut butter is fine. Don't eat the stuff that's enriched with sugar. or They're like, hey, it's half jelly and half peanut butter. Because we're fucking monsters, yo. I'm all for it. Fuck yeah, let's do this. Give me this terrible peanut butter. So I only know this, A, because I've eaten Reese's Pieces before, but B, because... At work the other day, someone said something like how a, a peanut butter M&M and a, what's the difference between peanut butter M&M and Reese's Pieces? And uh, my response was, one contains chocolate, one doesn't. And me and four grown-ass adults had a throwdown fight where other people refused to believe the idea that Reese's Pieces did not contain chocolate because who the fuck would just make a candy that was a ball of peanut butter, and then we finally got around to Googling it, and it was an awkward rest of the day of, like, holy shit, how did you know? And I'm like, because I've had one before. <laughs> and there's no fucking chocolate anywhere near that thing. It'd be a better candy if it did. I, I can only imagine just four grown-ass men, like, Googling candy. Like, oh, I'm gonna fucking figure this shit out right now. Type that shit up with Google. No fucking way, just... Charlie can't be right. And I'm like, I am! I'm fat! I know what I'm talking about when it comes to candy! Yeah, you just sit there, alright, hold on. Type it away. Furiously uh, typing away. Yeah, exactly. So you've got that really angry... Yeah. Well, I'll be damned. Oh, no, no, just the awkward silence of me being right. People being like, yeah, so the number one search question that pops up is, do Reese's Pieces contain chocolate when you get like a couple, like a word or two in? Yeah, uh-huh. they don't. I, you know, I have to say it's nice to know that you destroy things for people that are not just me, but you do it to everyone I else. I thought you'd enjoy the story for that exact reason. Like, it's it's not just you I poison the life of. It's everyone around me who dares say something dumb. I, 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 you know what? I can respect that you are an equal opportunity dream destroyer. Yeah. You're, you're like the anti-Make-A-Wish Foundation, except instead of helping people with giving them a dream... Oh no, I'm going to make a wish the foundation for myself. I say, wouldn't it be great to ruin someone's idea of what a candy is today? And then I go out and make it happen. (laughs) 
I make a list of dreams. We try and get to reach one every year, and sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. But, you know, it's about the journey that is helping me as much as possible. You know, you should start that, like the Dream Destroyer Foundation. It's and not that I want to destroy there. dreams. Like that, that's the, I'm not doing this to be mean. I'm doing this to remind you that you don't know everything and that, like, life isn't what you think it is, Constant. At the same time on this one, Reese's Pieces pre-exist me, but I have very distinct memories of them launching, though, too, where it's like, new from Reese's, these fucking things, and me hating them then. Well, they only got super popular because of E.T. E. They yeah. were made specifically for E.T. Yeah. Oh, but you know, no, no. But back to my idea. So your dream destroyer foundation. This is I, this is how I imagine it going. You're you're sitting in an office. It's dark. Some cobwebs lying around because you don't believe in lighting because lighting causes whatever. Yeah, no, I'm with you on this yeah. one. And somebody walks in and it's like, <clears throat> Mr. Mordak, and you're like, yes. They lean over and say, there's a child who believes that the Star Trek universe should be an ideal universe to live in. And then you're like, hold my calls. And you grab a top hat, or not even a top hat, what do you call it, like a fedora and a trench coat. And you like disappear like a freaking detective in the night. And then you ruin that kid's dream and you come back and it's like, the city, the city speaks to me. And it tells me these people say dumb fucking things. And it's up to me to stop them. I am the dream destroyer. I like where you're going with this, except it's not me. It's, it's not me at back of my office, it's me at a bar afterwards being like, it's a tough job, but someone's got to do it. Lean over. You know, alcohol doesn't make him think you're more attractive. It just makes him give less of a fuck about how ugly you are, right? Back to drinking my rink, two for one. Yeah. And then, like, when they do cutscenes of, like, you in action, it's like you, like, crushing some kids or, or crushing some kids' minds out on something. And there's another shot of just that angry scrump look of just, like, <laughs> disdain. And it's like, <laughs> actually you know what that's who you get your calls from and it's just like show them no mercy and you cut back and it's just this, this disdain disgusted look that only a pug can give yeah yeah this is we gotta go this is you know what this is the last episode of the wicked awesome cast we're moving on and starting the dream Shorter foundation if you have any any people's kids i just love like the idea story. of like some pissed off parents sending in a letter being like dear charlie my son believes in. My son believes God creates the wind. End this belief for him. Like me, strong into a hospital. Yo, fucking kid. Here's what causes wind. I got charts. Yeah. He's like, but I'm dying, and like, I don't give a shit. You need to. You're not gonna to die, right ignorant. There is no <laughs> God. Yeah. And he definitely doesn't create the wind, motherfucker. Sure, sir. This is the pediatric ward. They're dying. What the fuck do I care what they know? <laughs> Who cares if they can fucking swear? Charlie, out! Yeah, and you just disappear. And like then all of a sudden you get like a nice, cool little saxophone solo. Ba-da-da! Yes, a cool saxophone solo. Hello and welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast, episode 100. And six goddamn teen. I am still overemphasizing weird parts of a number this week, apparently. But yes, welcome to the official podcast of Sunday Quick Studios. Uh, video game related thing, I think. We used to make yes, videos. Sir. We will again someday. Someday, yes. For so, now, though, you can hear us talk. Yes, yeah. 
it's like a video, but only the audio, so it's like a radio show. <laughs> yes, welcome. As always, I'm Charlie, a.k.a. Mordak, and I'm joined, as always, these days, by Alex, a.k.a. Mave Online. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> that, that's me, sir. It is you. Yes. I have not assumed any other identity, so it works out. I don't know. Some days we get on this podcast, I'm like, is it Alex or is it, like, Alex? Could be Alex? Like an I, I mean, at the uh, end or something? Yeah. Alex? Yeah. That works. Yeah. Go with that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yes, we are the Wicked Awesome cast. We are. Ah. <sighs> It's, you know, it's funny, this this week, it was, we had, less, last week, we had a ton of news. Like, we got oversaturated with news, and then this week, it's kind of starting to go back to its dry spell. I don't know, we have, we have a fair amount of news this week again, dude. Do we? We got, like, nine stories. I mean, yeah, but, like, one of these is a throwback on a previous discussion we had. I'm sorry that some of these are ongoing stories we have to continue to cover as time goes on. True. We've been doing this long enough, like, everything's kind of a rehashing of something we've already done, like... Fair enough. Well, yeah, actually, you know what, you're right. There are a couple of news articles here that are that, that are worthy of, of kind of going over coverage again. I, yeah, okay. GameStop dot, or, uh, GameTrailers.com doesn't shut down every week. It shuts down for the first podcast we put out. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I... It, it's almost like the video game industry is kind of cyclical and the same things keep happening over and over because the people that keep track of these things aren't the ones that make the decisions. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, loot boxes kind of came and went and are back and might be going again because now we're back to, like, fucking season pass, battle pass style things where it's, yo, buy into content, play a lot of this game, and hope you don't fall off it after a month. I gotta say, yeah, loot boxes have been awfully quiet. Okay. They'll, they'll be back. EA's been busy right now. I I think enough weird legislation came up as part of this round that I don't know if loot boxes will ever be back. I like, I don't mind the battle pass to a certain extent. Like, the idea of like, yo, you're buying in. Like, I don't mind the season pass either. Where I, I, The idea of a season pass that rewards you for playing but also gives you like base level guaranteed stuff, I'm kind of okay with. It's like, oh, it's a, huh, it's like a membership that I get points on for doing more stuff with. Neat. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Like, no one needs that buy 10 sandwiches, get one sandwich free punch card, but it's a, if you're already gonna buy that sandwich, wouldn't it be kind of cool to have, like, something being like, yo, you eat here a lot. Have a free one on us, I guess, fatty. <laughs> Stop hey, eating you... sandwiches. Don't don't guilt me when I like to get a free sandwich from a place I always get sandwiches from, sir. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it the battle pass is the kind of free sandwich system in my brain, where it's like, oh, you're or it's like you're already here. Let's gamify this some for you. And then because it's a kind of limited event thing, it's like, no, no, these are special things. Like it's the only the tenth sandwich can contain special mayo. What's in special yeah. mayo? Glitter. Sorry, but anytime you reference something like special mayo, I don't care if it's free. I'm gonna take a hard fucking pass on that. <laughs> uh, there's special not mayo. There's not enough incentive you can give me to have me try something that has special mayo in it. You eat, yeah, dude, you eat in and out all the time. We're used to it. No, least. I don't. <laughs> I, I, I live in, in Portland now. We don't have in and out. Ever eat an animal style burger from in and out? Uh, yeah. That's special mayo. Are you going to ruin another thing? 
Well, I know it's like it's like supposed to be like Thousand Island. Slash... Do you know what Thousand Island dressing is? I know it has mayo in it. Lots of mayo. It's special mayo. Here's the thing, though. That's not called special mayo. That's it's not called, called Thousand Island dressing. It's secret sauce. It's AKA... called dressing or secret it's... sauce, but it's not so special, it's special mayo. mayo. Don't make it creepy by calling it special mayo. Yeah, I want my burger with special mayo. You know, no. the animal no. style special mayo that you have to ask for. No, no, you're not calling it special mayo. Thousand Island dressing, half a cup mayonnaise, two tablespoons ketchup, two tablespoons sweet pickle relish, two tablespoons finely diced onions, quarter tablespoon finely minced garlic, one tablespoon white wine, uh, white vinegar, sorry, not white wine. That'd be way specialer. One tablespoon kosher salt. The thing is, I know that. But special mayo has its own connotation. Yeah, that's what that it is. Doesn't, no, no, it's just that's just a mix. It's You're the one making it dirty. Point. It doesn't have to be special that way. Don't call it special mayo. That's just creepy. Why do you get your burgers with special mayo, Alex? No, it's too early for you to be ruining shit for me this morning. No, it's not. It is too fucking early. You need to stop that. Do you, like your, do, you like, uh, do you like your fries with special mayo, too? Oh, why do I keep coming back? <laughs> why do I keep coming back? I, I'd like to go have a Pop-Tart, but I can't because apparently I'm having fucking... What do you call those shits now? Giant whatever? I can't even remember what they're called. Because I don't so either, upset. but it's apparently hurt you enough you keep bringing it up. Yeah, dessert ravioli. Yes, that was it. Was. Yes, that was it. Yeah, I can't eat a Pop-Tart anymore without thinking dessert ravioli, you son of a bitch. And now you'll so never mad. eat it out again without going special mayo. Oh, I fucking hate you. You're going to come back to L.A. You're going to put Fat Burger where they're like, yeah, we put special mayo on And you're like, at least you're honest about it. It's not that you're wrong. Yeah, that's the problem. You're an asshole. Yep. <laughs> special mayo. Anyway, we got game shit to talk about because you've already ruined more things for me today. I, I, you know, I thought, I, I thought, I thought with doing our preamble and everything else, I could skate away. We were dangerously have, close. He can't do this twice in one podcast, can he? We were dangerously close when we were talking about it during our little banter part, and I was like, "Oh, he's not going to ruin something new for me." And Charlie's like, "Nope, here I come." That's where you're wrong. The wall. Yeah. Uh, Fucking blood in the water. It's like, I suppose something I can other, ruin right now. I got this. So other than ruining hopes and dreams of children and adults alike, yeah, what have you been? <laughs> what have you been up to? I've been playing some WoW. Uh, we're gonna talk about this more again. Our main topic, just a warning for people. But I've I've been playing that World of Warcraft. I, I bought another month subscription. I don't know if I'll extend it past that month. The Month was a very specific choice mm. on my part. I that game is Warcraft Four in a <laughs> real weird way. Like so much of what makes that expansion good is what made those like kind of terribly written but also fantastically written RTSs fun. We're just it's like we're not being racist because it's literally a bull person, but we're totally being racists. Wait, a bull person? What? That's what a Tauren is. Yeah, I know they're. Ta that's what a bull person is. Like they're Tauren. But... Yep. Well, so uh, the basis of kind of some of the stuff in the Warcraft RTSs are they're not humans, which means they're evil. What about elves? Elves look more like human than orcs. 
What about dwarves? They make cool things. What about gnomes? Fuck off, gnomes. Nah, I've, I've been playing a lot of that. I, I, I'm i a little sad I thought Guacamelee 2 and uh, Donut Country were coming out this week, and they come out next week. So ah. I was all excited to play those two games this week. I, I'm going to pimp Donut Country before it even comes out. Like, if you're looking for something kind of Katamari Damacy-esque, go check that game out. It's pretty cool. What'd you say the name was again? Donut Country or Donut County? I. Okay. I'll have to look that up. Let me make sure I'm... Donut County. Sorry, not Donut Country. Donut County. It's it's a cute game. You control a hole and you like... It's reverse Katamari Damacy. Where Katamari Damacy is about rolling stuff up into a ball. This is about dropping stuff into a hole. Okay. It's cute. I've seen it at like a couple like indie shows and stuff and here and there. I Normally I don't pimp stuff before they come out, but there is a IO, um, not iOS, a mobile phone game that's a direct ripoff of their game without any of the charm of it. And mm. I'm really excited for Donut County because it's really fucking cool and cute. And Guacamelee is Guacamelee. I, as much as I love Guacamelee, it requires me to do nothing for it. But more than at least, I think Donut, I think they're both out by next week's podcast. So hopefully I'll be talking about them then in mm. depth. But in kind of the less video game related stuff, I did get up to some things. Go on. I played some Starfinder. I, I'm still doing that dicey thing. I haven't been in a couple weeks, but that's more because my dog's been sick and stuff. Uh, I built a grill. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. I did build a grill. Is that for a future tomahawk? I Sure. I can't afford to buy no tomahawk out of a store, but actually I probably could. I... Uh, me, I, I have a house. Me and my girlfriend have wanted to buy a grill for a while. We were like, I'm not going to pay someone $80 to build this for me. I should have paid someone $80 to build that fucker for me. Oh, God, was that thing a fucking nightmare. It's like <laughs> they designed it to discourage you from ever building a grill ever again. Is it really that, like... Yeah. I, I assume there's a specialty tool they use to put that damn thing together. Like, so much of that goddamn thing was like... Use your right-angle screwdriver. That's not a thing. Huh. It's together. It works. It's awesome. It's, it's propane-related. I haven't blown myself up yet. We made food on it. It was good. I'm happy on the grill. You said it's propane? Yep. Hank Hill would be very proud. I want you to know. I, I love me a charcoal grill, but there's something nice about... I go out, I turn the burners on, I press a button, and it goes. And that's all it takes, really. I... I will probably wind up with a small charcoal grill eventually, too, because there's just some stuff that just tastes better off charcoal. But mm-hmm. if you ask me, like, which of the two you should go with if you can only own one grill, I'd probably go with propane because it's way easier to deal with. And some people yeah. might say, like, oh, there's an artistry to charcoal. And you're absolutely right. But, you know, I can go. I, I went from having lots of raw food to being done with my grill for the evening and, like, waiting for it to cool down so I could put it in a... put its cover back on it and go back to pretending it doesn't exist for a couple days in, like, an hour and a half. If I had a charcoal grill, I would have been, like, up to heat in an hour and a half. <laughs> like, start to finish, I cooked a shit ton of food in, like, 45 minutes and, like, the before and after was the prep and cleanup after it. It's like, oh, this is great. And I didn't have to throw any fucking charcoal away, which I feel super smug about because there was another fire near my house. Oh, shit. Yeah, well, I mean, California's been on fire for This one was visible from the road near my house. All right, that's a little more terrifying now. I I think it's out by now. It didn't get bad, but it's like, oh, look, all that smoke. I bet there's a fire. Son of a bitch. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, on the more video game related, I guess, than that, though, uh, I attended something called Walmart this weekend. Uh, there's a event that's kind of like Burning Man on bath salts and Mad Max steroids called uh, Wasteland Weekend that is for those of us that look at Burning Man and go, yeah, this is cool, but what if it was like eight times more brutal and a billion times less artsy and full of tech bros? I'm sure Wasteland Weekend will eventually ruin itself, but for now it's kind of this fun dystopia, not dystopia, like bombed out apocalypse thing they do out in the desert, an L.A. thing. I have never been, but I'm getting every year closer to going, but they also... They have a couple deals or relationships with some of the military surplus stores in L.A., and one of them does something called Walmart every year where they dump a giant pile of stuff they're trying to get rid of or various clothing or whatever, and it's a buck per item. And watching people go through that thing is just piranhas feeding on a cow in a movie. It's beautiful and terrifying, and my girlfriend got three coats out of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it... I know Burning Man. I've I wanted to go before, but to be honest, now that it's gotten, I had a, like, I had David who used to be on this podcast actually many many or not podcast on the channel many many years ago was a avid Burning Man advocate. Like he he was a burner, but like not really because he he was a burner in fashion. I guess I'd say like he was okay. into the burner stuff, but still had a exceedingly corporate job. Yeah, which a lot of the burners are. Like, yeah, the tech, no, no, the, the attendees do. Like this is like this is where he'd go to like the multiple Burning Man events throughout the year, like Equinox and stuff. Like they, there's a whole like slew of events that or uh, that kind of community puts on throughout the year that aren't as big as Burning Man, but they're kind of like the road to Burning Man, if you will. Okay. Smaller mini camping style events. I, I it's weird. Like he, I, in the in the time I knew him, he went from being like really into it to. Okay, yeah, maybe this is a little too. I don't know, even for me. Like I, he got in after it started going the corporate approach, and like through him, I got to witness the kind of like overly corporatization and like removal of what made that thing kind of what it's supposed to be. And I, I, I don't know. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, is Burning Man up Charlie's alley? Sure, but not really. That's mm-hmm. a lot of people that are big into, like, oh, wouldn't it be if we all got along? And I'm like, no. So I feel like this Wasteland Weekend. Got it. Yeah, no, the, uh, like I said, I, I've always wanted to go to, like, one of these types of events, but I'm like, it's also stupid fucking expensive. Yeah. Bernie Man or Wasteland you know, like, Weekend is the more economical of the two. Uh, it's, I personally think at this point, the cooler of the two, because, like, Burning Man is part, people doing Burning Man stuff still in part like, yo, we brought in a shit ton of rave equipment. Mm-hmm. Like, you're obviously either connected to something wealthy or part of, like, I, it's, I, I don't know, I've, I've never been to Burning Man. Have I? <laughs> I just heard that no. Yes, that was my girl from the background going no. Yeah. I don't I don't think, I, I know for sure I have it gone, but I, I'm okay with it at this point, considering, like I said, how over-the-top the cost is and all that, and the irony of it being, like, you have to buy tickets to go there, when technically it's a... That is something that's always bugged the shit out of me, actually. Like, I mean, maybe I'm 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 crazy here, but what exactly does your ticket cost cover? Uh, so, th- there are some, like, fees for, like, the rental of land and stuff, is my understanding of it, but... 
yeah, I, I get that part, but what's stopping them from me renting out a small chunk of land nearby on my own name, on my own dime? Nothing. And then just setting up shop. Absolutely nothing. But I guarantee you, you'll have people who are going to fucking oh, yeah, no, you're, exclude you're, you. Yeah. See, that defeats the whole purpose yep. of what that oh, no, feels like. So, eh, you heard it here first. Fuck Burning Man. Yeah. Although I have to say, I have tons of friends that Burning Man and go there. You work in like the IT field. IT field seems to be weirdly big in the burning community. No, I have a lot of hippie friends. Oh, fair. And they're big on that. Like every time, every year, it's like, oh, can't wait to go back to the playa. So you should tell them about Wasteland Weekend or just mention and see what their reactions are because fucking burners hate Wasteland Weekend. (laughs) It's too aggressive for them. Got it. Yeah. Uh, I'll see how that plays out for me. Yeah. No, but I guess last but not least, uh, uh, there was a there there is now a arcade thing. So uh, this is it's a, I have a really weird name attached to it. it's A R C A V room. So arcade room, not arcade room, arcade. Don't know yeah. why, but it is one of it's it, it is one of if not the best kind of modern interpretations of an arcade I've been to in a long ass time definitely since i moved to la it's not a barcade they were talking about getting a liquor license they me and jen were there for a soft open i they had like three or four pinball machines they had that jurassic park car game with light guns that was that's always a personal favorite of mine a couple emulator cabinets and then a projecting system with consoles hooked up to it it's it's not huge but if you live in la and you're looking for something new to check uh, check out go check them out it's like 10 bucks for a long ass period of play and the emulators they have are solid. I was a fan, and like and beyond that's a pretty good setup. Like the inside is crazy awesome themed. Like the the place itself is like man, this is way cooler than gamers deserve. That's pretty cool. You guys went fucking out on this. But yeah, it, I I've been kind of like in the back of my mind wishing like man, wouldn't it be cool if we got some nerd shit closer to where I bought my house? And they opened this up recently. It's like oh, this is awesome. I'm going to support this. I'm probably not going to go every week, but, you know, it's pretty cool this is here now. Now if we get a tabletop store. Yeah, well, if I ever get back in town, it'd be fun to check out. Yeah. I like this place enough. We may do an Unplugged for them. Oh, really? An Unplugged? Well, you're going to take, uh... uh I can't remember his name all of a sudden. Who are you going to take with you? I've done most of the Unplugs with just me and Jen, so she's a very oh. good camera crew. What about the doctor? Eh, maybe. I don't know. Dr. Jin. He'd be too distracted by the theming. The theming really is that good. They have like a slimer on a door and stuff. Yeah, I think he would be distracted that. He'd lose him at that point. Like, oh, it's so nice. Jim, focus up. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So where is this? In what, what part of town it is, is it in now? Tahunga in LA, near where I live. Oh, wow, that's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Shit, kudos. It's I'm right next to a Korean barbecue place, too. It's like, man, this is like the broiest oh. thing awesome. This is so good. That is really damn good, because, dude, Korean barbecue? Mm. Uh, the, I could really go for some One time barbecue. I've actually been to that Korean barbecue place, like, they they have a giant-ass, like, long bar table on one side of the restaurant, and that entire thing was being taken up by some, like, Harry Potter thing. I'm like, okay, cool. That is, that is, god, that's fucking great. Why is it all this good stuff opens up now that I'm gone? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alex is out of the state, we can do cool shit now. Now we can do all the cool stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Asshole. We're actually going to legalize all the drugs now. Eh, that wouldn't bother me. Or I wouldn't care so much about that one. 
No, if, if you wouldn't care about that. But imagine going to watch people that have all the drugs are legal for. That's true. Yeah. All right, I'll give you that. <laughs> what have you been up to? Uh, let's see. So, obviously, I've also been playing WoW. So, I'm 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 actually really enjoying it, minus all the stupid fucking lag, because I feel like that's been an ongoing issue with like lag spikes here and there since the game's release. This has been a shittier release than Legion. I have to say, Legion was a great release. Yeah. I, I don't know what happened. Issues, but I've also definitely had some. Uh, okay. That actually, I've had some connecting issues when I'm first trying to log in. Yeah, no, that happens, like... <laughs> so, like, when the game first launched, or when... I don't know if I told you my woes over this whole launch so far. Not really. So, when the game went live, there were, like, six servers that were down. And of those six servers, two of, three of them contain characters I have. All my characters were pretty much on those servers that were down. For the first couple of hours. So, right off the bat, the launch was pretty shitty for me. Um, ended up getting on pretty late. Obviously, started leveling up and doing all that now. Which is good, because that's what I need to do. But, like, we've had shitty lag spikes. We've had auction houses stop working, because there's just so much going on. Legion was a great launch. They literally flipped the switch. The quest started. You started doing your thing. It was great. This expansion so far, as far as the launch goes, has been dog shit. So, I'm a little disappointed on their end, but I don't know. Maybe it'll be better once the raid releases. I'm terrified to see what that'll look like, but <laughs> yeah. I've also had the shittiest luck in dungeons recently because I'll go into a, a, a like three or four dungeons with a friend of mine. He'll get five or six pieces of loot out of three dungeons, and I get maybe, maybe one. I mainly get Azerite, which is also dog shit because I'm trying to gear my character up, so... Yeah, I don't know. Something's up with the tables, I think. But that's just me being paranoid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's just RNG. Your RNG is bad, Alex. You should re-roll in life. RNGs is fucking bad at me. That's the only thing I can think of. You've but... worshipped at a false idol. Yeah. But... Have you bought something through a loot table recently? <laughs> Have you no. bought a frequency modifier recently? No. Have I you been playing not. Warframe... No, but I should. <laughs> yeah, so it's the times that it hasn't been dog shit, it's been fun. And I've really enjoyed playing the new expansion. I like the story. Are you playing I like Horde the or Alliance? Horde. So I really, really like the story right now because, like, it. it so instead of doing like six, you know, or, or five or six different continents or, or like areas, mm. zones, if you will. Instead, you've got three areas, and they're all really, like, well-developed, I feel. It feels a little long sometimes, but at least they're telling you a lot of good development and story in each zone. Each zone really gives something to the player, which yeah. is nice. And I'm I would still hanging with trolls, so, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I just finished, I, I finished all the main ones. I had to finish the, the last main zone, and then I can continue doing stuff, but... Um, yeah, when it hasn't been lagging out or doing dumb dog shit stuff, it's been, it's been good. So, um, what else? So we finally got a sofa. Congrats. Thank you. Um, my neighbor's moving out and we happen to just be shooting the shit and he's like, you want a sofa? I'm like, yeah, I haven't been looking for a sofa. He's like, yeah, sure. We just need to get rid of it. 
I asked him how much he wanted. He said he doesn't want anything. He just wants to get rid of it. I insisted. I know that feeling. You, and I insisted, do you please want something? Like, and he's like, no, not really. And I'm like, one of your dogs. Fight. I'm like, ah, uh, you can keep the sofa, bro. That's a hard pass. Unless I had a little annoying dog, in which case, here, take the little one. But, um, yeah, so he hooked it up with the sofa, and it's a nice little sectional that fits perfectly in our little wall. Uh, I just, I did offer him to buy him some beer, and he's like, yeah, I'll take a beer. So I bought him a giant glass, I don't know, it's like a 12-pack or whatever. So that's sitting in the fridge for him. Whenever he comes back, because he's been in and out of moving stuff, obviously. But, um, yeah, it's it's nice to have a sofa. Now I can start working on putting together the entertainment system in the front of the front of the said sofa because we don't have like a TV or entertainment system set up yet. We have one small TV in the bedroom, but not like an actual living room TV. So you got next on our list. Are you gonna go the uh, PC hooked up to your TV lifestyle or no? I am also gonna do that. Yes, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm going to run, uh, so, like, the thing is, with my media center, I'm going to have a lot of options, only because, like, I also have my Chromecast, so, I'll uh, be able to don't run... game across Chromecast. I'm not going to game across okay. Chromecast. No, I, what I do, though, is I do, like, stream stuff like Netflix and like that with Chromecast. It's fucking yeah. great. So, slowly but surely, my little tech entertainment setup is coming along nicely. I've got... Powerline adapters with encryption on them now, so I don't have to worry about any neighbors stealing my internet. Nice. Powerline. But to be honest, I don't think most of these neighbors know what a Powerline adapter is, so I think I'm okay there. Um, speaking of that, actually, one of my neighbors just found out I'm a tech guy, so I'm expecting the neighborhood to know soon, and all of a sudden I'll get phone calls about computers. So that'll be fun. A fate yeah. worse than death. So, yeah. Because everyone's like, hey, you're the one that works for the government, right? I'm like, yeah, sure. Which is a weird way to phrase it, but yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it turns out uh, they all know now, or at least one person does for sure, so sooner or later it'll be spreading. Um, speaking of tech stuff that needs to get replaced, though, my, first of all, TP-Link's TP router, the Archer C9, started off great, but now it has reached the level of dog shit, where it keeps resetting randomly. Ew. Yeah, so I... You know what it is, though? It's only when certain, like, things are going on on the network. Like, if, I, if I'm if i trying to watch Hulu with, with Mandy, because uh, we'll, we like to sit in front of a laptop and watch Hulu and eat together. It's like a little bonding time that we kind of enjoy hanging out and watching stuff. Um, it likes to cut out. And I thought it was maybe just a laptop because it's an old laptop that's doing it. But it turns out it also does it to some mobile devices sometimes and other things of that nature. So I've just realized it's even dropping connection on my desktop rarely. I actually had some streaming issues this weekend, so if anybody who was trying to watch the stream and stuff noticed I just cut off randomly at some point, it's because the router dropped and then reconnected, but it screws up the stream software, so uh, I'm going to have to get a new router, so if anybody has any router suggestions, feel free to email us. Do you have the but same router I have? I have the Archer C9. It's a white router from TP-Link. I do not have that one, definitely. I love my router. Yeah. Mine stands up. Is yours stand up? Uh, or is it, it one of those laid down ones? It's a laid down one. It's got antennas built into it. You can give me what it is. Let me know. Let me look it up. Give me a model number. Yeah. It's not even the best one. It's the Asus Dual Band Wireless AC3100 gigabit router. Oh, RTAC88U. Go ahead and throw that in the chat for me in the sure. Wicked Awesome Cast one. And I'll yeah, go ahead and take a look at it. There's a more powerful version of this one out there, but I bought this one. It was the most powerful one. and. 
I like that looks like a thing from Doom. Mm. Well, I do definitely also want to like get one that'll be stronger because later on in the next couple of years, I want to upgrade the Gigabit. This will do it. I, I this thing is more powerful than I need for my house. Ah, like you, you got to remember, like my house is set up so that like I am already deployed to run more signal than I can currently get where I live. Oh yeah, this is deep. Yep, it's not for the faint of heart. Clearly, this thing is not fucking around. I feel like this thing would bully me. Almost. <laughs> Got four arms. Yeah. I like how it looks like it's from the fucking Killzone franchise. It's, it's Hellgas Tech. It's like, why yeah. is it Red and Evil? I don't know. We just build shit like that. Then this comes into reality. Okay, so we're building Red and Evil shit now. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> this is a pretty cool. I'll have to check this out. But yeah, I am on the market for a new router because this one has been dog shit recently. So yeah. I'm a little mad. But yeah. Um, other than that. Uh, it's been good. I obviously haven't played any other games other than WoW. Yeah, I I was hoping to have other games to talk about this week than whatever you got up to. Cause it's like, what are we going to talk about this week? WoW. What else? That's all Alex played. That's literally all I've been playing. Good old-fashioned WoW. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Time for news? I, I think it is. We're gonna get rid of the. We're gonna kick this one off with something that matters deeply to me. Uh, THQ Nordic, or soon to be only THQ, now owns Time Splitters. And since that company has done a really good job of buying stuff and then doing shit with them, that maybe means Time Splitters is coming back. I've never played Time Time Splitters. So time Splitters is fun, dumb, like. Early 2000s, late 90s, FPS, dumbness, fun. Huh. I, so I, if you're not familiar with the franchise, basically the way Time Splitters works is... Wait, wait, hold on. Before you continue, hold on. Let me... Is that the one where you would play at the arcade with the pedal? No, that's Time Crisis. Okay. All right. Confused. Go on. Sorry. <laughs> time Splitters is... Uh, you, you play as uh, basically a Time Splitter agent. You go through time and... I can't remember if it's your ancestors, just people through history. Whenever you travel through time, you inhabit their body. So, But each level will be different times where it's like, okay, in this level, you're in Soviet Russia, and you're in Natasha, secret agent of the KGB, and the next level would be, oh, you're in moder- you're in World War II, and the next will be, you're in the future. And I, the game had lots of crazy guns and dual-wielding and was that arcade kind of like over-the-topness that doesn't exist so much anymore in video games. I... It was very kind of, well, Duke Nukem, but the good Duke Nukem, I guess, Serious Sam style stuff, where it was, what if we didn't take this seriously? Hmm. I liked them. There were three of them, I want to say. They were never the best games. They were a fun, kind of humorless, uh, humory thing. They're a lot like uh, Bulletstorm and stuff, where just it's the, yeah, it's a campaign you're going to play through, and yeah, they're fun. Yeah, that that sounds interesting. I I gotta look it up now. Yeah. But so you think it's making a comeback like Crash Bandicoot? I THQ Nordic has not made a habit of buying stuff and then not doing anything with it. So like they fucking bought Darksiders and Darksiders three is happening and yeah, like it's the why would you buy time splitters except to make another time splitters? Fair enough. Makes sense. Okay. Maybe not, but I I can hope. Huh. Well I look forward to playing this time splitters, if you will. That's not if you will. That's that's what it's called. If you will. 
those uh-huh. time splitters you speak of. <laughs> the so-called splitters of time. Yeah, if that's your real name. I hate you. <laughs> uh, moving on from that. I think we talked about this was the thing happening at TennoCon, but Warframe has added that uh, fighting game mode to the game. So, or I guess Digital Extremes has added the, that Warframe Street Fighter fighting game thing to the game. You can play it. Uh, you unlock more characters by playing the normal game and finding stuff that unlocks other characters. It's definitely not going to replace Street Fighter as the big thing, but it's fun and it's silly and hey. That does sound kind of cool, though. I, I, it's, I saw some screenshots, and I'm like, okay, this looks kind of cool. I love this because it's kind of like when Mortal Kombat would do, like, my combat racing or whatever, or kart racing with a K. And uh-huh. it's, like, it's like, oh, this is a silly thing. It, it, it does nothing bad to your brand, but adds, like, a whole level of whimsy to this that I, as a player, enjoy. Yeah. I can definitely respect that. Yeah. Has it gotten any responses from people going, like, Fix the game. Of course of like... it has, but that's of course. Warframe's pretty good though. Like I, since it got good, and that maybe actually since it left early access, I guess I'm not trying to think of a bad. Like, in my brain, there's no oh this is back when Warframe was good versus now it's all busted and shit. Like it's it always has its problems. They're always constantly kind of tweaking stuff, but okay. Huh. All right, uh, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, because you know we do we we do kind of. Put a little bit of extra time on FGC stuff around here. At least I like to bring it up. Oh, yeah. So. Warframe, fighter, going to FGC. Speaking of FGC... Uh-huh. That Spyro Reignited, you know that uh, remastering of that game got delayed until November. Did it? Oh. I stopped paying attention to Spyro, if I'm going to be perfect. Yeah, honest. I forgot that was happening, and if it had just been delayed, I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. I've, I don't I've, know anyone excited for Spyro, which is sad but true. Yeah, I, I haven't heard much about it other than like the fact that I saw it on our newsreel. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. yep. I just did you play the old ones at all? Yeah, they were okay for the time. I like Jack and Daxter more. Okay. And Ratchet and Clank more. Oh. And Crash Bandicoot more. I really enjoyed Crash Bandicoot for sure. So, I think this one got washed by the wayside. It feels like. But... I, it's we'll see. Like the Spyro games had a group of people that were really into them. I just never thought Spyro looked cool. It's like, oh, you're a purple dragon. Neat. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of, like, messed about it either way. So. Yeah. But still, hey, for you Spyro fans, sorry that it got delayed again. Yeah. Speaking of Spyro fans, uh, Diablo 3 is definitely most 100% sure coming to the Switch. It got confirmed. We talked about this last week. Uh, yeah, it, Surprise. So I'm actually going to throw a little bit of extra here. I don't know if okay. you've heard about this, but... Did you know how this originally got announced? Yeah, the uh, light switch thing. No. The the, the the Diablo for the Switch? No. Yeah. There was another confirmation that came out recently. Yeah, the light switch pre-run dates that, though. What, when was light switch? It was like a little like nightlight thing. Like, it was the Diablo oh, head. that. Yeah, I remember seeing that. But I mean, like, actual article confirmation. Oh, no. Go on. So, apparently, the day before it actually was supposed to get announced... Forbes accidentally released their article confirming Diablo 3 for the Switch. Nice. And they even also mentioned the exclusive perks that you'd be getting as part of getting it for the Switch, which I don't know if you've seen. I have not been following it that closely. So, apparently, um, when you buy the, I guess it's the Eternal Collection or whatever, 
Um, you get all the expansions, all the DLC, so Makes sense. all the extra content. Yeah. Um, you also get some interesting things, such as a transmog. You know, you can change your gear and all that stuff to look like Ganondorf. So if you've always wanted to be Ganondorf and just wreck shit in the Diablo universe, now you can. Um, obviously, they have little things here and there, like a banner and things like that. They have the Triforce and all that stuff. But yeah, it looks kind of interesting. I will say there is something that really caught my attention, which I don't know if you've seen when it comes to like some of the gameplay about it, is you can play Diablo 3 on the Switch with friends sitting near each other without having to be on Wi-Fi. Oh, that's been a Nintendo handheld thing for a while. Yeah, but I thought that was kind of nifty. Yeah. So, also, I liked in the video that Reggie talked shit saying, really? You're giving me a Switch? You know how many of these we make every single day? It's not even special edition with, like, <laughs> Diablo encoding. It's just literally a Switch. But, yeah. So, yeah. now you can be Ganondorf and all that stuff. But it looks kind of cool. Um, I'm interested. Like, I feel like this game does kind of I might buy out. this. I really dug uh, Diablo on console, and the idea of that being a mobile game now for me is appealing. Like, that's a good game for a plane. That is. I, I kind of I say this will work. In a way. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I mean, grats Switch players and grats Nintendo fans, I guess. Indeed. But, yeah, it does look interesting, though. Definitely. Finally, you can play Diablo on the go. Right? Anybody who wanted your fix, now you can. You got that portable Satan. <laughs> portable Satan! Portable Satan sounds like a show name. Yeah. Well, yeah, intriguing. I thought you'd enjoy that little... No, that's that cool. Yeah, I didn't know about that. Leaking early. <laughs> uh, speaking of things I'm deeply enjoying, though, lately. Uh, so we got another kind of follow-up story from last week. Uh, our dear friends at IGN have pulled down a bunch more articles by one Philip uh, Mucin, Mucin, however you pronounce his last name. For I, I refuse to look it up because that's dignifying more research than he deserves at this point. But so I, I guess kind of he. Uh, how close did you follow this one, Alex? So here's 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 what I remember. Guy gets caught basically plagiarizing a video. IGN gets wind of it because the guy made a video. He works for IGN. He works for yeah, IGN as a Nintendo editor. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So this guy, you know, IGN, the actual corporate company, yeah, to hold the information, removed him, and I guess uh, said author puts out a video saying, yeah. You know, uh, it's unfortunate this thing has happened. Doesn't really apologize for plagiarism. Oh yeah, gets out there and does like, and this is maybe my favorite part of this entire story. Has a YouTube channel, puts a YouTube video up, has that fucking video monetized, so he is monetizing an apology technically, which is both like, wow, and that's fucking brilliant. And, yeah, and in that video, by the way, doesn't ever apologize. Yeah. And on top of that, like, doubles down and goes so far as to basically tell sites like Kotaku to go fucking find more of his plagiarism. And you know what? They did! Oh, they found a lot. A lot more. Oh, it was it was very, very interesting to see the internet come together. God, you know what this reminds me of? Do you What was that, Ocean Marketing? Do you remember that company yeah. a long time ago? How they basically doubled down on their bullshit and everyone rained down on them. 
this is what that reminds me of, except this guy somehow thought he could, like, yeah, what's up, I don't give a shit, do what you want, internet. Internet's like, oh, oh, okay, let's fuck shit up. Yeah. And they just found a ton of articles, and then IGN was like, you know what, this has gone too far, we're taking down all his shit. So now everything he's ever done for IGN is getting pulled and removed, they're issuing apologies, but, yeah, this guy, if this guy didn't, if, he, if his career wasn't done last week, he sure as shit made sure they nailed the coffin down this week. Well, so, and kind of to, to take it one step further in the, like, what the fuck and how deep does this guy's plagiarism go, and if it write anything kind of original, I think my favorite thing to come out of this was that, like, gaming articles, reviews, all that stuff, really fucking shitty that that either was straight up copied or was similar enough. It's like, yeah, no, this is not wholly original work. But the best one to come out of this was it goes so deep. His fucking LinkedIn resume appears to have been copied off a job website template. That's right. Even that. Jesus. Man. Like everything. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. That's why templates exist. Like you should use them to help influence your work and I'll give you some structure. But like it's a, almost a one to one copy with some rearranging. Yeah. Oh, what a fucking shocker that his his articles and his resume happen to have the same style. What a shocker. Yeah. Both ripped off from other people. That's fucking, that's great. When I saw that, I just couldn't help but fucking laugh. Oh, yeah, it's, I have enjoyed this one mostly because the idea of, okay, you work in what for many gamers is kind of a dream job where it's like, okay, you get paid to play video games and then write what you fucking thought about them not a guide not an analysis not like anything technical your subjective fucking opinions about the game and this guy doesn't have enough backbone to even do that like it's we got a podcast once a week and just say shit we're like yeah i guess we said that the fact this guy couldn't even do that is galling to me yeah that's it's one of those things where it's like hey the bonus question on your test is, tell us what you think. There's no wrong answer. We're literally asking for your opinion, and you still fuck that up. I would go so far as to say, like, this would be, like, the joke of, like, oh, you get you get 100 points in the SATs for writing your name. This is you leaning over and writing down someone else's name. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah, that makes sense. Like, it's, it, it's this, like, Why? It's like, are you a bad writer? Is that it? Because that I can be kind of, I guess, sympathetic towards. But still, it's like, you, you have this job. It is a job that a lot of uh, people in the world would, like, kill someone to get, potentially. Exactly. Considering how hard it is just to get into that industry in the yeah. first place. Like, I've known people who are like, nah, this, this industry is too fucking much. I'm out. Yeah. To have this guy's gig and to just, like, literally fuck it up. And then to just kind of be arrogant about it, like, fuck that. I, I, he deserves everything that came to him and everything that is coming to him. Yeah. For being a fucking asshole. Yeah, I, I, a giant bomb did a really good job of kind of covering this story on their podcast this week. Uh, Internet Today, it's a YouTube channel I enjoy. I also has been kind of following the story, and it's, it is so fascinating watching the, the peers of this guy try and formulate, like, responses to what the fuck is he, like, it's like, what were you thinking? Why would you say these things? Like, what the hell, man? Wait, uh, so he's, he's, wait I hope you're talking, 
he's not having coworkers trying to help him. No, 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 no. I'm saying it's like, but like the people that work for both these outlets, in theory, are his peers. Like these are people that are like on paper his were at this point kind of career equals to a certain extent. Like they they're on a similar plane of professionalism, skill to a certain extent, et cetera, et cetera. And just hearing them be like hearing people talk about this where it's just I I don't the fuck. Mm-hmm. This job isn't that hard. You get paid to play video games. Yeah. And that's also a you got caught, okay? Shut the fuck up and don't make it worse. Hold my beer. Yeah. Oh, that's that's just I, yep. I love when these situations like internet is a cesspool. Yeah. We can all agree on that. But when the internet comes together for a a, a, a like combined like purpose of like shitting on one of these guys like that that's it just always warms my heart this is what i think of when i think of the internet being able to uh, join hands and mutually shit on someone for doing some shit yeah <laughs> uh this it's this is gonna be all the warm fuzzies it really has it really has there's, it, there's a high and a low there's a twist and it's just yeah, it's it's like you don't rarely get just such cut and dry villains in the real world. Then you get this where it's like, ha! it's just some like Stanley Whiplash level villainy. It's incompetent and you're bad at it. Yeah, and you're this like, is like the Savannas of real life. Yeah, right this now. is some fucking like Scooby Doo. Well, I thought if I scared people off the land, what? <laughs> this did not work well in your favor. Yeah. Moving on from that, though, we got some news about China. What? China. China, you said. So, Go on. So, I did not know about this. I started digging into it as part of kind of this whole thing. So, recently, Monster Hunter World came out on PC, and a couple days into its release, it was pulled down off the Tencent equivalent of Steam called... Find it, but... It's, it's, it's the Steam uh, Wii game. Okay. I think that's what it's called. Basically, it's the Steam of China, and they're responsible for bringing everything from that to, like, World of Warcraft to... If it's a video game, it's probably on this platform in China. And as part of this, I found out that to get a game into China, it has to go through an approval process. And it very much seems that China just kind of stopped approving new video games recently. Didn't make a big deal out of it, but... Uh, something about Monster Hunter World got caught up in that process, and it got released, as best I can tell, without an actual approval. And these approvals cover everything from kind of major video games to mobile phones. I, it's, it's just crazy to me. Uh, so, so for reference, this is the same group that when PUBG launched in China, they were like, this has to align with our socialist values. And like, I don't know what that means for that game, but like, I guess they changed it enough it was like, okayed. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. That they just stopped all releases, like just shut down. It's it's not releases; it's the approvals for release. Okay, that is a little interesting. I gotta say. Yeah, I'll be damned. Hmm, that's interesting that they would just stop. Like, is there anything going on behind the scenes right now that could be? I, there's a bunch of theories. Um, nothing seems solid. Like it seems that there's just kind of general confusion around this topic. But I guess it's bad enough that, like, if you bought, uh, you, you have until August 20th, which is the day this podcast goes up, to get a refund if you live in China and you listen to this somehow. But 
yeah, hmm. it's like it's it is bad enough that ten cents reaction is well, we're just offering refunds. Wow. Yeah, that that's interesting. Huh? Have they done something like this before? Is this a new thing, or or has this? I don't know. This seems to be a fairly new thing. Yeah, that's interesting. I gotta say, I'm a little a little intrigued on what's going on with this here. It's weird. Every time I find myself on like a Forbes web, like Forbes or something. Trying to dig up more information where it's like, wait, this is a real news thing, not just a video game news thing. But back to video game news. Halo Infinite, that Halo trailer we saw at E3, it's Halo 6. There's never going to be a real Halo 6. They're just finally moving away from numbers. Got it. Oh. Yep. Oh. I like the music. The music's the one thing that I've always loved about that fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, last but not least, we have some Steam news. Uh, first off, I guess kind of in that vein of game approval, a lot of games are suddenly getting caught in the Steam approval process, something that, based on lots of Steam games I've played over the years, did not believe existed. Mm -hmm. It appears to be affecting visual novel games, specifically visual no uh, novel games of the naughty variety. You know, the uh, the really special mayo of variety. Mm -hmm. Spicy mayo, if you will. But I... <sighs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I... <laughs> so kind of like the uh, the China story, it's not clear what the hell's going on with this one, but Valve uh, representatives gotten out there and said they're in the middle of building some stuff, like they're changing things on the platform, so it, it makes sense that they're allowing more H games onto that platform that they have to, like, hide those H games away, maybe, but mm -hmm. it could be months before the pipeline clears itself some. And I, I'm not saying games aren't getting through, but, like, the more indie stuff, the smaller, not pushed through by a big publisher, the, the more controversial stuff, if you will, is having a problem getting through right now. And it's not, like, A, I had no clue Steam did this because, holy shit, some of those Steam games out there. But, yeah. Hmm. But on the option... Well I was gonna say it's just interesting. Like it goes from like everyone's getting approved with the green light shit to like this is kind of an interesting yeah. turn or twist, if you will. Yep. But yeah. now you'll have to get your anime smut elsewhere. But I don't want to. I want all my games on one platform. Nope. Best I can do is CD website. <laughs> Man, gotta go find my video game porn like a peasant on some website. Yep, pretty much. But speaking of websites, actually, kind of getting into the Steam vein of things, Steam.tv is a thing. Sort of. Sort of, yeah. That's, that, that, let's, let's, let's throw that in there right now. It is a sort of, if you will. But yeah, so apparently, I guess, there there's a streaming thing. I mean, well, let's be fair. Twitch, I'm oh, sorry, Steam has always had kind of a stream feed feature built in, but only friends could watch you. This is Twitch. Steam.tv? Basically. I know, that's what I'm saying, though. So they've had streaming stuff in the past. This is, like, new new. Yeah. But I guess they're saying, their their official word is that this is supposed to be a thing they're just prepping so people could watch the Dota 2 Invitational. It was their excuse, I think I heard. Somewhere, somewhere I had heard that, but it's not supposed to be really known yet or whatever, but... yeah. This may have I, kind of stumbled out of the world prematurely, if you will. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this, to be honest with you. I mean, you tell me. What do you think? 
I think we need an alternative to Twitch, but I also kind of want Twitch to fix Twitch. Mm-hmm. I, okay, so I, I think we're at kind of an interesting point in the streamer, YouTuber, gaming influence, game, okay, gaming celebrity kind of tipping point where you have some true celebrities that no matter what platform they're on, people will find them. And kind of comparing that to more traditional celebrities, uh, movie stars, TV stars, athletes, et cetera, et cetera. Part of what keeps the communities for those fandoms a little less toxic is they're not centralized in one place. Mm -hmm. The idea of spreading out people that watch people play video games on the internet across four locations is something that I think is a really good move just because it decentralizes it. Mm -hmm. From a revenue standpoint, I know nothing about Steam TV. I... I always like options. I, I always like the idea that you're not locked into one concept of how to watch things. I Twitch is in a bad spot right now. Like they should fix Twitch, but also like maybe it's time to jump off the flaming wreck that is Twitch. Like between just the idea that Steam is now doing a streaming service and conceivably then Steam streaming service would again return to it's just gamers. It's not IRL streamers would seem to kind of bring the drama with them because they're the streaming version of bloggers. I bloggers, sorry, not bloggers necessarily. I, it's it's weird. Like, I, I I wish we I I get why Twitch went open bore. I think I advocated for Twitch going open bore at one point, but at the same time, I think a lot of Twitch's issues are because they opened up to a wider, more kind of complicated set of communities and. A lot of those communities are a lot more kind of personality driven and not in a good way, in kind of a culty way. Like, like the fact that you have vloggers that are now making Twitch accounts to play Fortnite makes all the sense in the world, but they're going to stay on that platform potentially, and they're potentially going to convert to IRL streamers, which is a whole separate headache that we should not have encouraged. I, I, I don't know. Like, if this is truly a "Hey, it's for video games, yo." I'd be super fucking down with that. But I'm not convinced it's going to just be that, and Valve is doing something. Cool. Let's see what it is, actually, ultimately. It makes all the sense in the world that Valve is moving one of the biggest streaming events off of Twitch and onto something they 100% own. That is an exceedingly smart move on Valve's part from a money standpoint. Like, I think... I wouldn't be totally surprised if the Overwatch League does something similar next year. But well, didn't they sign like a contract deal with like MLG.TV, which is also Twitch and all that stuff? So okay, so yeah, maybe once they're out of that contract, like it's, I think there's something very big, and maybe not Blizzard. It's a video game company, not a software company, the way Valve is. Like it's it's complicated at that point. I for the same reason that like EA now is the place to buy EA stuff for the same reason that Bethesda is moving Fallout 76 initially off stream, uh, off steam, but probably completely off steam to their own thing. Like it's, it just makes financial sense. You're making all of the money at that point, as opposed to some of the money, still probably most of the money, but I don't know. I, competition is good. Well, yeah, I'm always for competition. It'll be interesting to see where, where I guess this kind of goes. Cause I mean, at the rise of right now, the one services like the services I can think of, obviously you've got Twitch, you've got Mixer, which is Microsoft's answer to it. 
You've got obviously YouTube gaming, which kind of is in a weird place because I don't really, really see people doing. YouTube with that. gaming never took off. YouTube Live is fine. Okay, so because of the same service. Yeah, uh, so we've got that. Um, Facebook is taking their their time dipping into that, and I've actually been streaming into that as yep. well. It, there's definitely some things they can improve on, but I overall kind of like it. As someone who uses a website to restream all of my stuff to a variety of other sites, so I'm doing everything at once. I'm all for it. Yeah. Um, Periscope is a weird one for me because I can yeah. somehow stream to that. But, like, wasn't there another one that was coming out that was done by Apple? Probably. There was, but yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I, 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 I do want to see where it goes. I, I'm totally cool. Like, with more competition and people bringing stuff up. Because I have to say, like, when Mixer introduced some cool stuff like Interactive Stream, that was really, really yeah. good. Because it made Twitch like add stuff like that now, which is great. So, yeah. Um, other than that, like, I'm all for it. Yeah, I think most of you were not supposed. We're not supposed to have known about stream uh, Steam TV yet, which I thought was kind of funny. Well, well. yeah. <laughs> that does it for news this week. Oh, that's it. Okay, that's it. Unfortunately, all right, wrap it up, boys. We're going yes. home uh, again. Text. I made up this disclaimer out last week. Actually, no, we're going to do emails that we're going to talk about WoW, because we got some good emails this week, and I'm not going to punish those email people by having the bad luck of being part of our format that puts emails after our main topic, if you will. So we're actually going to email quickly. We'll do our main topic. We're going to talk about WoW. Please stick around for the emails. We won't talk about WoW as part of the emails, I promise. Or I'll hurt Alex if he does. <laughs> but Alex, under the threat of death and not talking about World of Warcraft just yet... Uh-huh. How would you go about contacting us? Well, it's very simple. You would stir the fa- fan the flames of no! war, if you will. Uh, sorry. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. So what you would do is you would bring up your email client, and you would email, you would email, you would, chief. or you could just hit us up at wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Yes, wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Spell this as it sounds, down in the show notes, etc. etc. Our first one comes in from Samuel in Florence, Italy. Hope I pronounced oh. that right. Dear Wicked Awesome Cast, with the Diablo rumors out there right now, what do you think Diablo 4 should be? Is it time for the Diablo MMO, a first-person mode? Diablo the MOBA? Sorry, yeah. did I say MOBA twice? No, MMO, mm-hmm. sorry, yeah. You said MMO and then MOBA. Please speculate wildly. <laughs> Isn't Diablo already kind of an MMO? No, it's an action RPG at best. Yeah, I, so I don't know, like some Destiny style social space would be cool. Um, let's see, where do I want to go with this one here? I would be intrigued if they did an MMO in this universe. I don't know if they'd want to have two similar style genres competing MMO-wise. I mean, in the end, they'd still make money, but... I'm not convinced Diablo people and World of Warcraft people overlap as much as either of us might think. Uh, there's a pretty good overlap. It does not surprise me at all. Um, that there, I, I would honestly think there's a really good overlap. I mean, thing is, people who are into Blizzard games overlap across their entire platform. So, um... An MMO? I don't know if there's enough meat for an MMO, to be honest with you. That's the thing. Like, there's a great story for Diablo, but I don't know if there's enough meat in it for an actual MMO. Um, I would have said the same thing about Warcraft lore at the end of Warcraft 3. 
True. Um, a a MOBA. They already technically have a Diablo MOBA. It's just Heroes of the Storm. So they already, yeah. I mean, hell, Diablo is one of the nicer tanks on that game that I think I I personally like to play. Um, I don't. I don't know if there's any. I I don't think it'll fit in MMO. Honestly, I I would love to be proven wrong in this situation. Yeah, but I don't think there's enough for that personally. What do you think? Um, Diablo 3 is the first Diablo game I've actually liked, so more of that I'd be down with. I, I, this is a game, okay. It's a tough one. Yeah, I, I, I like Diablo 3 a lot, especially on consoles. Uh, um, less linear wouldn't be a bad thing, I guess, in my mind, but at the same time, I'm not sure I care that much. Like, that's a game about going around and killing monsters and giant waves and punching stuff in the face. I, I don't know. I, it's... I think Diablo works pretty well as it is. I think I said at the beginning of this, like a social space of some kind, like a nexus that it's not just people dropping in and out of your game, I guess. That worked fine, but at the same time, too, I'd like a looking for group system, maybe. A cipher drop in, drop out, or, hey, I I, I, I don't know, maybe weave that whole drop in, drop out into the narrative more. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what you do to Diablo, because they only made one I've liked so far. Mm-hmm. And I still only played three. Diablo once. two? Yeah, uh, three. Three. You like Diablo three a lot? Yeah, but I really only on consoles. Two. I was a big fan of two. I don't like my. I I find mouse and keyboarding for that style of game just infuriates me. I don't okay. find it fun. Like the the twin stick shooter approach they took on the console was bizarre at first, but kind of really fucking cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you, Samuel. Hopefully, that's your question enough that you were helpful. Thanks for bringing it all the way from. Next yeah. up and. I don't really, I don't always read the subjects of this, but I thought this was kind of funny. We got it in. Is Fortnite still a game? Coming in from Jessica in Queensville, Australia. Uh, absolutely. Well, let's read the actual email. Dear Wicked Awesome Cast, this question is going <laughs> to get a little weird, so I'm going to, so I'm go- hoping I'm clear in what I'm asking, since it's a bit of a, sorry, this question is going to get a little weird, so I'm, so I'm hoping I'm clear in what I'm asking, since it's a little bit weird. So here it goes. Is Fortnite really a video game, or has it evolved into something that really can't be talked about the same way as a video game? First off, I'm not saying Fortnite is not a video game. More or less jumped into, uh, from the realm of video games into being whatever Candy Crush and Farmville were. Second, all talk about these games uh, seems to revolve around its popularity and social impact, and very little about the actual game at this point. Thoughts? I actually think she's kind of right, or I'm assuming it's a she. <laughs> I, like, if we did an Angry Charlie video of me being like, Fortnite sucks, it wouldn't matter because it's not me being like, hey, here's these secrets or whatever. Like, it's nothing you say about Fortnite negative or positive matters at this point. It's just kind of a social thing. Mm-hmm. Like, Candy Crush wasn't a good game, but everyone in my fucking family except me played it. It was stupid popular. The list popular though. I don't run into it as much as I used to, but really, you don't what? I have not seen someone play Candy Crush in like two years. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I still hear about it quite a bit though. Where? Well, like that's true. Maybe I'm kind of fantasizing it a little bit, but yeah, no, you're right. I maybe more in memes than anything else. Yeah, to be I, honest. those those don't count as people talking about it. Really, you know that I. I think it's actually I think it's actually a really fair point where it's like 
what's the review of Fortnite? Are you reviewing the actual game of Fortnite or the Battle Royale mode that's free, that's taken the world by storm? Like, it's the nothing you say in that space will matter in context of the game. Hell, the actual game called Fortnite doesn't matter compared to this one game mode attached to an early access game that is still technically an early access last time I checked. Yeah, I... I don't know, I, I kind of felt the same way about PUBG, where I thought that game had some real technical issues that I thought made that game bad, but that didn't matter because everyone was having fun playing it, and it should matter if people are having fun playing it. But there was no productive way to talk about PUBG because it was, well, it's, it's just PUBG, you don't understand the game. It's like, no, no, I understand it, I either don't enjoy it or find these technical issues to be a problem. Like, the number of Game of the Year lists that game wound up on last year does not surprise me, but also I think like it's a, it's a it's a game. It is not the best game that came out last year. No, it's not the best game, but it's a game that's super well right. But that received. this then enters that kind of weird category of like Pokemon Go. The year Pokemon Go came out, that was such a giant phenomenon. You have this weird situation where it's like that's the game of the year, but it's not a good game. It's still the fucking game of the year. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, I agree with you. Like, like the, Cuphead's a great game. I'll just yeah. throw this one out here for an example. Cuphead's a great game. It's I like it. It's refreshing. Game. It's a very refreshing. It is a great game. looking game. The style for that game is great. Yeah, but is it like game of the year? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think it makes a top ten list for me. I liked it a lot. I, I, it's fine. Like you have to like side scrollers. I did not. I, well, you have a bias against high school. No, right I off the don't path. actually. I just don't have the nostalgia for them. Lots of people have. Like Castlevania is a great game. I'm looking forward to Guacamelee too. Yeah, Guacamelee too looks fucking awesome. Yeah. But anyway, um, I guess to kind of go back into that, like, yeah, just because it's a good game doesn't necessarily mean it's game of the year per se. Yeah. Or if it's a game that's kind of meh that just gets super popular, then hey, it works out. Like Fortnite, it really rode that craze, though. Like. I think it's a game. Oh, no, that, definitely still. She's not saying it's not a game, but it's like it is definitely transcended to that kind of weird point where you can't talk about it like other games. Like it's because there's just no point. Like no criticism of Fortnite matters. Like it's it's reached that popular level where I'm not going to change anyone's mind about that game ever. I'm not even going to try. I think that mm. game is an okay game at best. Like, it's fine. It's three out of five stars, meaning it's a decent game. It is not a game, when I've played it, I have super enjoyed. But it's like, yeah, this is, it functions fine. I get why people like it. It's fine. Maybe it's a four out of five, but I wouldn't go that far because I'm not sure I'd give PUBG more than a three out of five. But. Okay. Yeah, but like I said, that sentence I just said doesn't matter at all because a who cares what I think at the end at the end of the day b if all your friends in high school are playing that game guess what you're gonna do you're gonna play that game yeah like as someone who wasn't a giant Halo fan when Halo came out it was like can we play something else I played a shit ton of Halo when that game came out because that's the game my friends thought was awesome like Grand Theft Auto Vice City I didn't particularly think was a great game either. But all of my friends thought it was the shit. So I'm like, I guess we're talking about this still. Yeah, you can murder those hookers. Pretty <laughs> cool. Yeah, you can have sex with them, then take their money. All of you are psychopaths. Yeah, I mean, 
I, I, I get what you're saying with that one, because that, that, that similar, like, pull into, like, StarCraft and Counter-Strike was very much how it was for my school. Like, everyone, people, if you if you played it, you just played it. Yeah. Everyone was just kind of like, oh, yeah, I know that. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I think it's, you talk about the games differently. Like, hell, the first couple of years of WoW were like that, where it was, was WoW a good game? Who cares? 7.6 million people are playing it. I pulled that num- I made that number up, but it's to illustrate the idea that, like, so many people were playing that fucking game, and still are, that's like, it doesn't matter. But what if we- it doesn't matter? Yeah. I, I, I guess I can, if in that angle, like, presented it like that, okay, I can... Thank you for writing in, Jessica. So, yeah, that does it for emails this week. Contact us at wickedawesomecast at gmail.com if you want to send an email in. This is your World of Warcraft talk warning. We're about to talk about World of Warcraft. If you don't want to hear us talk about World of Warcraft, want to catch me at the end of the episode, I don't know, like, skip to the end and come back 30 seconds or something. I will definitely kind of keep you out of the World of Warcraft zone, and you can hear our bitchin' end music, etc., etc. But yeah, World of Warcraft this week, because then we won't talk about it like this again for a while, if ever, kind of thing. Well, not with that attitude. (laughs) We'll go back to playing other games, or at least I will. (laughs) It's the summer. Cut me some slack. Fair enough. Yeah. So, Alex. Yes, sir. World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth is out. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, what a time to be alive. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, yes and no. If you can get rid of the shitty launch experience, but yeah. Other than that, yeah, it's good. <laughs> so, you've just finished up with the trolls. Uh, I'm actually going through all the last stuff as well. Okay, so... But... Uh, spoiler warnings, I guess, sorta. I don't know if it's a spoiler warning for an MMO at this point. So, how does it work? You have your kind of intro battle thing. You've got that infiltration segment. You go hang with the trolls. You talk to the troll gods. You drive out those blood trolls, I'm assuming. I haven't gotten to that point yet. Then where do you yeah. go from there? Um. So, at that point there, you work on the war campaign. So, you start working on that. But right now, it's very much the gear grind, because the raid content doesn't open up sure. for couple of weeks but that's that that's just a release thing well so i assume the way it worked was you'd help the trolls then you'd go help the high mountain tour and then you would help the like cool looking orc dudes but apparently not no that's all gated through like content stuff gotcha so it's gonna take some time that that's not anything new because we had something similar with that happening in legion where like you had um what was the new so when they opened up the broken shore um, the actual bottom island that had the Tomb of Sargeras and all that mm-hmm. stuff, that was all phased, like, in, in steps. So it wasn't like you could do everything all at once. It was it was done over time leading up to the raid opening. So what we have right now is a situation where you have players getting their foot in the water, so to speak, getting geared up and getting ready because uh, these first few weeks is people getting their alts leveled up, mains leveled up, getting profession stuff sorted out, gearing up, and then getting ready for the Mythic Pluses, and then normal... So, but the story, rating. though, for this expansion, at least so far, is just the troll shit. Um, depends on which side you're playing. Fair. At Horde, I guess. I've not even touched the Alliance stuff. Yeah, the Alliance stuff has a whole other thing going on right they now. But in the end, it something? all... Something similar like that. But there are, a lot of this stuff is mainly old gods, because you see a lot of old god influence in the Alliance side of stuff. Mainly due to the fact that, like, it's very much a thing for them. As far as, like, 
it's coming. You can even see, like, even some of the gear leveling up, like, especially the cloth gear, has a lot of old god influence on it. So, it's been because they deal with the Naga and things like that, and obviously the Naga controlled by Queen Nisaria, yeah, Asharia, whatever, and of course she works for the old gods. So, yeah, it's all kind of leading up to this one old god entity known as Cthun, or Cthun, something like that. It's with a G. It's not Cthun or Cthun, which we killed in AQ. This is another one. So it's like a smaller old god or whatever. So, but yeah, um, it's it's all related to that whole thing. So the first raid is going to lead lead up into an old Titan facility that's supposedly housing an old god. So this is that segue leading into that, of course. But yeah, it's very much kind of like what is it? It's it's building up to kind of put the story in it over time they're just they don't want to force everything all at once sure and that's 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 not new that's that's been done that for so some time now. i had some weird whiplash where the the game st- the, the expansion starts off real like the first hour or two is okay we're doing stealth missions we're fighting in uh what's it lordaeron the undercity it's like it's like yeah we're this is war and that's like okay and now you're in the jungle Welcome to the jungle, baby. You gotta fight some trolls. <laughs> oh, okay. This is very World of Warcraft vanilla. We were just at war, and now I'm hunting down troll gods. Okay. Yeah. So we're well, not that we're hunting down troll gods. We're gathering the Loa to assist us. Yes. But yes. But I, yes. I like the death one. He's got a cool personality. Oh, Botswandi. Yeah. Botswandi is fuck. That's that's a cool ass god. Yeah, I I really like that one. He's actually he's not new. He's been around in some of the earlier WoW stuff. I think he was a boss at some point. We actually had to fight. Yeah, Zulaman or whatever uh, that was called, the one-handed troll guy. I believe no, that was well. I don't think that was Botswandi per se, but yeah, no. Um, God, I can't remember his name. That's another guy, but yeah. Um, he's been around before. He's sure. not new. So I like to see him more involved in the story like that. It's kind of cool. Yeah. And one of the things they've talked about before is like, Boswandi might be an interesting segue because if you have you done all the quests with Boswandi already? Yeah, I've cleared out his. I've I've gotten his blessing. I now kill people and ghosts come out of them. Okay. So one of the more interesting things about that is obviously he was able to channel into the afterlife and pull someone out so they can talk to him. Yep. They do that with the turtle character. A lot of the rumors are is that we will be using his help to communicate with a certain former war chief who passed away, and he'll be making an appearance again. Ah, Garouche. Not Garage. Grom? Not Garage. Not Grom. Is Thrall dead? No, Thrall's alive. That's what I thought. After Garage. Vulgan? Vulgan. Yeah, Vulgan. That could be cool. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he's got heavy lore with the trolls, obviously, yeah, being a troll in general. Warrior. Yeah, exactly. So, one of the things they've, they've, that's been rumored is that he, he will be making an appearance again. That'd be cool. He kind of got screwed over pretty fucking Yeah, he bad. did. So, yeah. Uh, one of the big things they've talked about is through both Swandi and his powers of connection with the afterlife, we'll be able to be able to speak to a certain uh, war chief that we used to have that was unfortunately written away. It's a shame. But yeah, so wouldn't be surprised if he, he makes an appearance or even comes back to life at some point. Is what I've been hearing, rumor-wise. That'd make people happy, I think. Yeah. I'd really enjoy it. Yeah. So, 
But yeah, I figured you'd like that little tidbit there, but yeah, I do. Um... <laughs> I now want to unlock those new trolls, though, so I can play as a druid. Like, the druid for both them and the human are fucking badass-looking. Which ones? The human druids. The, I guess the, the pirates or whatever they are. They can turn these, like, crazy Davy Jones monster-looking things for, those, for the animals, and the trolls, these guys, the Zolomane, whatever they are, also are like, damn, that's a cool-ass-looking animal form. That's right. I, I they're all like demonic up. It's like, damn, that's. Mm. Yeah, those guys are actually pretty fun. I know you're referring to now. It took a second. Yeah. But yeah. No. Um. That. Have you seen the new troll druid form stuff? They all like they're all dinosaurs. Yeah. That one's pretty cool. The human druid one, the Kulturas one, looks pretty fucking legit. They're. Yeah. I forget the name of those beings though, but they have a name. But they look fucking cool. So. But yeah. Um. I've so far I've enjoyed it. Like, it's been a fun adventure. It's been weird for me, because this is definitely the most vanilla Warcraft, Warcraft 2, Warcraft 3, World of Warcraft has felt in a long-ass time. Like I, but, then it, but at the same time, it was like, okay, we're at war. Go make these allies. Cool. I'm a death knight in the jungle. I'm a death knight in the jungle. Gonna harvest me some plants. Like, it, <laughs> it's got... It's not fair, because it, it's how an MMO works, but it's one of those ones where, like, the urgency of the war dropped off real quick when I'm out there, like, hunting dinosaurs to some dudes. Like, yo, I need to make a new necklace. And I'm like, I am on this shit! How well, it's just the quest now. Yes. Yeah. Like, and I, I guess, like, part of me expected the main story to push me through recruiting the allied races and then kind of something happening and then them being like, okay, cool. We got these armies. You gotta go help out these armies, like, these people out now so they'll, like, send more troops or something. And then the quest that I'm doing now would kick in. Where it's like, okay, cool. So we allied with you, and because you're our allies, you got to go wake up our gods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's, I, I, I went from being like, I am going to kill so many alliance to I'm in the jungle killing tigers. <laughs> There's a lot of dinosaurs in this jungle. It's like that crater. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Um, what was the so just kind of reference that. You are kind of doing stuff. The war campaign is still very much a thing. Oh, yeah, no, and I guess, like, part of an issue, like, the the battle resources, war resources, I managed to fill that gauge within half an hour of that quest being assigned to me, just to how I adventured, where it's like, oh, okay, guess I'm sending these people out and I do a mission. That's neat, I guess. Do I have to go back to the stupid ship every time? I Yep, yep, I do. God damn it. Yep, there's no escape from the ship. I wish I had a yeah. I wish I had a rune stone or whatever the homestone, whatever it's called, the hearthstone. I wish I had one of those to go back to the ship. Yeah. Um I wish there was. I mean, there is a little area you can set your hearthstone at nearby. Yeah, but, but... then I have to take something else to get back to where I was previously. Like I, I there's no two wayness on the hearthstone. Yeah, it's it's a little rough. I honestly some of the design in the starting zone area, like the big old temple thing, looks cool. But getting around so that temple big. sucks. Even if you have Paku, like, it's rough. I can't even fly. Yeah. Like, it'll be great once you can fly, but, like, in the meantime, right now, running around on a mount, having to climb up and down that fucking temple sucks. What's a Paku? So, at one point during the, the Zuladar or whatever quest lines, you can talk to, you can choose to have one of two Loas. One of them is a pterodactyl god, and the other one, I forget what it is like a, a raptor god or whatever but the pterodactyl has these little totems that are located in various parts of the temple 
and it basically flies you up and down the temple huh. instead of having to go upstairs. I guess it's a fast travel system. It's a little bit of a fast travel system, but they're few and far between, unfortunately. And both of them, to be honest, kind of suck ass. Like, it's hard to find the little Paku totems, A. And B, if you pick the raptor ones, you're only fast if you're inside the range of the raptor area totem. So if they're not in your path, you're only going to run a little bit faster. So... Yeah, so I, I, that's actually a design thing I want to talk about. Like, it's it's weird. And I've heard other people talk about this on a variety of other things. I, it's This is the first time I think I've felt that World of Warcraft truly felt dated in a weird way. Like, the way you write RPGs has come so far in the time that game has existed. It's not the game's fault. Like, they've done a pretty good job of keeping with the times. But just, like, little details, like fast traveling and... That temple's real impressive, but God, is it a pain to get around. Just feel like it's like, yeah, this is what happens when you're building on a 15-year-old game at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that part is true in a sense, but I, I, I like the way they've been delivering the story. Yeah, no, it's, yes, it, it, it's much better than it has been. I guess, like, the fact that I can wander out of range of being able to hear people talking, though, that kind of sucks. Because I'll do it by accident. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I wanted to hear that. Like, it stops the entire conversation. It's like, oh, no. What were they saying? Lord. Yeah, that I agree with you. Or it can be bugged, like a certain temple that I do, and the NPC says the same shit four times. So, <sighs> that part's annoying. Yeah. That's a whole unrelated thing. <laughs> like, it's weird, because I'm not sure I want them to, like, zoom in and have your character have a conversation with someone. But at the same time, like, I would totally be down with that in a couple of these cases, because... What they're saying is interesting. It's just delivered so badly. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah, like it's it's weird because like it's it's very much it's come full circle. This feels like vanilla WoW did not just in the it's alliance versus horde, but it's like it's back to the what made the horde appealing was it's the people no one else will hang out with. Like that's why I was a fan of them in high school. Where it's like yeah, it's the outsider faction. Yeah, that seems to be more popular than the other faction. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, we're edgy, edgy. Yeah, we're edgy. But yeah. Um, what's your favorite? Did you play a bunch of the beta or no? Uh, I did a good chunk of it, but not too much far ahead. Mainly just because I wanted to figure out mechanics for my class. But like that was the main focus was figuring out class mechanics and what works and what doesn't work. So that was pretty much the majority of my beta testing. So. If I don't have any insight that you're looking for, I apologize. No, I was got so that I, I, I got you. I, I was asked that to ask the question I'm now going to, which is: so you care a lot more about this game than I do. Like, has there been a genuinely surprising moment for you so far? Like, I, has there been a like oh wow moment or a joke? But like, for me, it's been kind of interesting where it's like it feels like the RTS is again because God, those games were so us versus them and. It fell off some, but the game starts off really hard in the us versus them category. I don't think there's a part that I'm like, oh, hey, that's mind-blowing. But, like, I'm liking where the story is going. Mainly because I'm really looking forward to some more old god action and Queen Asharia. So you're a fan of the old gods, though. I enjoy the old god stories. Also because there was a really interesting theory video that came out. In, that talks about like how the old gods are just the opposites of the light, and technically the light is just as evil with different means. So it's it's 
interesting to say the least. So, have you seen that video that goes through this huge breakdown? It, it, it's a really good video. It's it's, to... it's a pretty typical kind of Cthulian or Lovecraftian kind of like old ones, whatever you want to call it, idea that like it's cosmic beings are cosmic beings. We assign them based on a whole variety of dumb human kind of understandings, the idea of evil versus good. It's like, oh, these ones are full of radiant light and do X, Y, and Z. They're the good gods. And these ones do X, Y, and Z and do bad things. Like, it's the idea where it's like, most death, it's like, death gods aren't evil, but they cause death. Yes, the naturally occurring human condition of death is not evil, though. Like, it's a complicated situation, but... Death gods aren't evil, but we personify them as evil because they cause death. Where it's like, well, like the, hmm? Sorry. go ahead, the, the, go ahead real quick, and then I'll, I'll go. Well, it's like the mind. idea of it's like it's like a lot of cultures had like both the fertility god and the death god be the same person because it was two sides of the same coin at that point. It's like, oh, it's yin and yang, balancing that shit out, life and. Death. So, so what I was going to reference was there was there was a video that talks about how actually like the light. It's not very much like. The old gods are bad, and this and that. It's very much like the old gods are true chaotic, and then like the the light is lawful evil, and a bunch of other stuff and things like that. Like there's a there's actually gonna be a really interesting angle in the storyline later on because do you remember um, you did Burning Crusade right? Most of it, yeah. Okay, so you know obviously how there's the Draenei that live yeah. on Draenor and things like that. Did you ever do any, any cataclysm or cataclysm? Yeah, I did some of that. Uh, what about Warlords? I did not do any of that. Okay, so in Warlords, we actually ended up teaming up with a couple of Draenei that were, like, light-touched, or whatever you call them. Uh, Draenei that are, like, super good and all that stuff. They're actually a really cool trailer fight, or a really cinematic fight. Um, so, one of the things they dug up, and this is spoilers if you haven't heard up already, is that they left a... They left the Draenei in charge on Draenor to help out with rebuilding and doing all that stuff. Turns out she goes on an actual crazy religious tirade and begins executing orcs if they don't convert to the light. So there's this whole crazy like new crusade thing where she goes chaotic or lawful evil in her sense uh, and just starts executing everyone if they don't accept the light as their lord and savior, so to speak. So... Again, that's just other spoilers and stories of stuff that I'm looking forward to. Is this weird, like, you thought it's very black and white with, like, oh, the light is good and the old gods are bad. It's going to be this interesting take on where they're going to go with the story with these people who aren't necessarily, I mean, in, in traditional themes, they're evil. But this is taking that weird, you know, kind of flipping it on its head, if you will. Yeah, it's... Like, good, the reality is, like, terrible acts committed for good reasons are still terrible acts at the end of the day kind of thing. Yeah. Which I think is actually how we're going to lead the storyline of recruiting the new orcs is because they're getting executed on Draenor by this religious fanatic, uh, Draenei. So, it's kind of cool. They got some cool-ass armor. They do have some pretty cool armor. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I, I was just struck by how fast the bloodlust died, where it's like, okay, we're at war, we're being attacked, yes! And now we're in a jungle. No! That opening <laughs> battle was so good! Yeah, it, I think it's just phasing in time. They're gonna kind of just space it out. Yeah. Anything. So, in our timeline, it looks like it's taking for fucking ever. But, in the game's timeline, it's only like 
still a few days. Yeah, and our time it's only been a couple days too, if you think about it. But yeah, so yeah, yeah. Anything else you want to talk about as part of this? Or are you good for now? Uh, no, I'm pretty good. I, other than like I said, I, I'm kind of really liking where it's going. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just happy to enjoy it. Leveling as a Death Knight is weird. Not that it's weird to play, but the idea of him out in the woods just killing shit. It's like this is not right. This doesn't feel very Death Knighty. This feels a, a little, little bit wrong. I, I don't play too much Death Knight, but I'm a little surprised you said it's not really Death Knighty. I it's I had a similar reaction when I played Warrior, where it's like, okay, anything except like the Hunter, the Rogue, the Shaman, and the Druid. The idea that they're gonna become great heroes by going off and wandering into the woods or the wilds to hunt animals. It's like, eh, okay, do you get really good at like blocking shit by fighting bears? And the Death Knight's the unholy kind of like scourge where it's I'm radiating little undeath and okay, cool. Go get me a necklace. What? Yeah. You get what I am, right? <laughs> yeah. Necklace. <laughs> I don't know, it's a nitpicky thing definitely at that point, but the idea of, okay, cool, I am this great risen undead champion, and I'm going to forge my legacy by going off into the woods and killing raptors. Really? Like, shouldn't you be, like, at, like doing one-man, like, siege breaks and shit like that? Like, shouldn't you be up in it just hacking and slashing and murdering your way through the living or something? I don't know. I, I it, like... It's weird, because in Burning Crusade, like when I, when I was leveling my Death Knight previously, it's like, okay, Burning Crusade, it made sense. It's like, okay, I'm going to go ham on these demons. Get to Northrend. I'm going to go ham on these fucking, uh, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going after Arthur's cool. Get to Pandaria. I am stuck here, and these are warriors, and I want to test my metal. Awesome. Get to this. Yeah, go wake our dead gods. That sounds like something someone else who's more spiritual should do. What do you do? I bring down torrents of fire or of blood, unholy, and ice to smite my foes. Yeah, you're who we want talking to the forest god. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I I know it's the same campaign. Everyone has to do the same thing. Like, maybe just some slight differences. Like, the idea of... And this is not this game. I know, I know I'm complaining with this. It's not the World of Warcraft game at this point. The idea that everyone has the same quest is... I guess, increasingly bonkers to me, where it's, okay, so we're fighting this blood god, we're fighting these blood god-worshipping trolls, yeah? That feels like some fucking Death Knight shit. Why? I also know blood shit. Let me go and just fucking mix it up. Like, that's, I'm gonna be raiding their compound, I'm gonna be killing their dudes constantly. And you get, like, the magi, and the, get the mages, and the shaman, and the druids, and I guess the priests, and, okay, the worlds, whatever. Let's get them talking to the gods, maybe like one or two of the gods specifically for each. That's cool. Me and the warrior will be up there just raiding their compound constantly. And when you're good to go, like, come find us. We'll be up there killing shit. And I guess the rogue will be like planting bombs or doing subterfuge shit. But like, we shouldn't all be doing the same thing. It's not a good use of skills. We're going to send this death knight on this stealth mission to rescue these delegates. You mean the guy, yeah, in heavy plate armor, yeah, who one of his moves is summoning an abomination, yeah, and whose other move is to summon an ice dragon, yeah, and who's, we get it, we get it, we get it. Not a stealth character, are you? Nope. <laughs>
I know it's nitpicking, but I guess like that's the part that feels most dated at this point to me. And like it never fully clicked until it had that hard swing from like, yeah, I'm doing a shit. I'm, I'm at the front lines. I'm hacking shit. I'm killing people. Yeah, this is what Death Knights do to go get some eggs. Okay. And to admit, those are not the main quests. Those are like side quests I'm doing because XP and side quests. And like, yeah, Death Knight talking to a Death God makes a lot of sense. Death Knight talking to a Turtle God. Unless he's going to give me a badass soup recipe involving killing him and turning him into soup. Doesn't feel like Death Knight work. Not saying Turtle God's not important, but it's like, okay, so we're going to send our literal murder Viking to talk to a spirit of the forest. Flash forward. You burned down the forest? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I don't know. That's, that's, I, I think that's a little nitpicky. Yeah, but it's, it, it's, it's the thing that feels the most dated to me, I guess, where it's like they're... I don't know how you do it in WoW, and I'm not sure you should do it in WoW, but the idea that everyone's quest is the same still, especially when in Legion they had those, like, the lodges and stuff. They had those, like, club, what were they called? Like, the clubs you joined, essentially? The fact they had that built into the game, that should have been continued into this game, I think. And it might be. It just hasn't shown up yet for me. But, like, the idea that in Legion my hunter was, like, inducted into, like, the secret hall of hunters where it's like, Yo, we hunt demons. And I'm like, that's cool. That's good enough for me. What are you guys up to? We have this awesome hideout. Sweet. I, I think that's a little... Might be a little much. Because there's always been questing. And doing yeah, and I, you could definitely have some overlap. But, like, I guess... It it only bugs me because they did it in Legion. They had narratively kind of your class's story arc. And mm -hmm. then in this game, it's about kind of full-blown warfare. Like, it's the... Again, like... My orc death knight should not be the delegate or speaker of the horde. I don't care about instat at all. I care about strength and stamina and murdering fools. Well, the thing, though, is that that kind of changed a little bit anyway, because the, when they got integrated into the horde... I know. That, that, yeah. It doesn't change the fact that my dude is wearing giant spike pauldrons, dual-wielding, and, like, summoning frost monsters. Mm-hmm. Dude should be up on the front lines mixing that shit up, not playing delegate. And again, like I, it's nitpicky as hell. Like I, I know I'm being unreasonable, but it feel uh, this is a thing other MMOs do at this point. Mm -hmm. And I'm not gonna say it's like it's not important, but it definitely it feels like something that maybe kind of sort of should be in WoW, especially for this one because they started doing it in Legion. Like I, it's it's just they've taken a step back narratively, okay. and they did it early in Legion. Yeah, that's all I got on this one, I think. Yeah, I don't really have much else to add. No, that's fair. Like, that's fair. That'll do it for this week, then. <laughs> yeah. We talked about WoW. We're not going to talk about WoW anymore. You got anything you want to pimp quickly, Alex? Um, Other than I'm hoping to get my streams back up and running, but Woo. we'll see how it goes. Depending, obviously, on uh things that I'd be working on. Got to fix yeah. the router because that shit's hot garbage right now. But, yeah, um... A lot more WoW stuff. You'll definitely see some raid stuff in the near future because I am part of a raiding guild now. Yeah. So part of my big focus has been gearing up and getting ready for that. So, um, Are you max level yet or are you still working your way there? Uh, no, I'm already 120. I'm already in doing heroic content right now. So I got to get through heroic dungeons and get into mythics. So. How many hours did it take you to get there? Uh, a little while. I, I remember I've also been playing kind of casual this week because I don't play so much on the weekdays as much as I do on weekends. What, you didn't do it in five hours like that one guy did? 
Nah, I I totally could have put something together like that. Maybe not five hours, but within the same day, within the first twenty four sure. hours. It's just I've I've got too much that I'm. I've leveled once, so I'm still working the way through all that. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, if that does it for this week, I'm gonna close this out with cue the metal. Yeah.